1: so Wake Up with Michelle Miche, Be pleased to hear the best-selling authors and experts in the fields of cutting-edge self-help, personal growth, metaphysics, and spirituality, the soul path of awakening. Understand what living awake is. Hello, Radiant Soul Lights. Great to connect with you here. If you're new to the program, welcome. I'm Michelle, and you've tuned into Awakenings. Those of you that have been traveling this wonderful soul path road with me and are co-creating this, thanks for being here. Thanks for showing up for yourself, for others, and thanks for co-creating this amazing community. Really appreciate all of you. Got a great program today. I'm really excited. We have Chris Reck back on from Minnow, Pontero. We are going to be diving into challenging the current beliefs or existing beliefs. What's existing? That's kind of the key word here, existing. And talking about manifesting your soul's purpose. Um, I'll be taking calls, 347-539-5122, 347-539-5122, and press 1 on your keypad. And uh, we will be taking calls during uh, Chris's interview and in our awakening conversation um, related to manifesting your soul's purpose, challenging um, existing views and beliefs. So if that's, um, so it won't be personal. I'll do personal individual. But um, this is very important program. I've been wanting to do this for a while. I want to dive in with other um, Amazing, what I would say, thought leaders or moving beyond collective mainstream thought leaders because, you know, you know the drill. <laughs> We're the ones we've been waiting for. Um, so I really want to reinforce that. Oh, people getting settled in the chat. Hello in the chat, sacred space of empowerment room. Also, my sound engineers, um, they let me know how the sound is. And also, they really help ground the energy. So if you're listening by phone or internet, that's great. If you want to call in, press one on your keypad, and that number is three four seven five three nine five one two two. And please press one on your keypad to get in the queue to get on air. Three four seven five three nine five one two two. Press one on your keypad. All right. Before I forget, because uh, I tend to want to make sure everyone knows that this uh, weekend, uh, the 30th, um, which is a Saturday, I am doing a workshop and healing session with a sound bath, okay? Um, it's holographic emotional clearing and repatterning, very powerful energetic um, processes. We'll be doing a little bit of timeline work as well. And then um, have an amazing um, sound healer, uh, Dale Brew. Um, we're going to be doing crystal bowl sound healing. So with her amazing singing bowls that are very healing. Um, some of you have heard me talk about her singing bowls. That they talk to me. They're very, they're very vocal. So we'll see what comes through. Maybe even channel a bit of information um, from them. I've, I've noticed even in my readings, my uh, soul Path readings on YouTube that crystals my crystals have been Sometimes falling for no reason just rolling or falling into the reading or or nudging me or just pulling on me energetically with with messages So that just tells me so much is going on right now that you know you're probably going to see more vocalization from the animal beings around you your pets your little dogs cats whatever trees, really listen right now. This is so much a time to listen. That's why I actually have not been posting as much on social media because I'm doing a lot of listening, deep dive listening more. Um, Sue, wish I could be there in person for the bowls. Yeah, well, the thing is um, we did do a sound check. So for this workshop, um, let me describe more of it. All you need to do is have a headset. And it's kind of good to, in a way not be in person because you'll we're gonna end with that, so I'm gonna do um the attunement work we're gonna do the- the clearing work and attunement and work through the subtle energy and really expand everyone so they're you're really you know pretty much getting out of your body, you know you're getting more into the light body connecting into the merkaba that vehicle so Um, That will be guided. I will be doing that after the clearing, after we do the deeper inner work, then we're going to extend energetically. And then uh, it's all about connecting more to the soul matrix, what I call the hologram, Um, because we are these holographic. So there's a lot of important inner work that's to be done, um, really starting next year, but I really like to get a jump on things where we're working more within the existing matrix of the human hologram, what, what we're dealing with in kind of the human ego matrix, which has to do with ancestral work, um, generational transmission, familial work, all of that within the collective to get actually into our holographic aspect of our being, which is where the soul is. It's through the light body. We connect into the makaba, that that same thing, vehicle of light, so it's about getting to your original design, the soul design, the soul matrix. On a cellular level, this work is so powerful. It's on a cellular level as as well as an energetic. And then in that state um, will be the healing energy of the crystal bowls, the singing bowls, okay? So, um, which I find is uh, amazing. Because sometimes people can't, you know, I mean... It, it, all getting a little help to extend or expand out. Um, so yeah, there, um, and when you're in that state of consciousness or awareness, when you're all, see most sound baths, you're just people come and lay down. So it doesn't, you know, in person, out of person, it doesn't matter. And me, of course, is being a psychic channel and a medium and doing this kind of work for many, many years via phone and video conferencing. With the intention, if you have someone that can give energetic transmissions, it is just like being there in person. In fact, sometimes even better because you're not distracted by surroundings or sometimes when you're in a sound bath, it's a little too cold. Usually that's what most people complain. That kind of wakes them up. Their body gets cold because your temperature drops or they have to get up. People don't want to have to get up. Um, I know I don't a lot of times when I do these kind of healing sessions in person. So the beauty of any of this work, all of my hypnotherapy or deep inner work or traveling work is you don't have to go anywhere. You have your blankets, have every, the temperature just right for you, and you don't have to get up, You don't, and you don't even have to talk. You don't have to deal with getting up, you know, putting your – shoes back on your clothes getting walking home or driving home you don't have to do any of that you can stay in that cocoon Um, and i'm finding more and more people as i'm doing more even of these zoom workshops it was starting to happen in the teleworkshops a little bit but it's funny because people are a lot more we're a lot more chatty in the teleworkshops I will get the email later, like, oh, my God, it was so amazing, but I was so out there. I was so out of my body, or I was so extended out of my body, or I was so deep within, I didn't want to talk. I just wanted to lay there. Or some people fall asleep, you know, and then I get the email, you know, it was so deep, I couldn't even talk. So there's something to that transcendent experience when we don't, it's not dependent on the location. And then the beauty, what I also really, really, really love, because I've been doing this kind of work via phone and video for, I don't know how many years, since the late 90s, is that when you do a lot of this kind of work in your own space, you begin to build up that shock beam, that, grace that that um, transcendent transpersonal energy you create a sacred space so every time you do any kind of inner work workshop like this in your home over and over and over because the thing is I have that in my house I have that in my healing office because I'm doing this every single day over over and over and over and over and over and over and over And, and it also sets up these amazing positive triggers. Most people don't have this in their house, unless you're a deep meditator and you're meditating every day, you know, or hours, you know. Um, you have to do it consistently. That's why people visit sacred sites, because that energy begins to amass, aggregate in the energetic field of your house, etherically, of that, of your room, whatever. wherever you're doing this deep inner work this connecting spiritually, when you do it over and over, there is an overlay in the etheric field, and it begins to your house. You know, I've had people that I know that have been amazing healers that have done this kind of work over and over, and they may have lived in an area that was not so good, you know, maybe, you know, kind of like high crime. But yet all around their perimeter, their house and around it is this amazing healing energy, and nothing happens to them. So we all are interconnected to the subtle energy um, anyway. So this kind of teaches, and I think that's this whole idea of social media, you know, maybe connecting more through the subtle energy is teaching us that, that we're not dependent on, to some degree, time and space. You know, we're able to traverse beyond that. And we all have that interconnection to the subtle energy. You know, I just remember the quantum physicist that was on our program, Dr. Maynard, who who in his book, I don't remember the name of it, but he had a chapter on the subtle energy and that's what I've been dealing with for years and years and years. And he said, in this new world, in this new paradigm, people are going to have to know more about the subtle energy and the importance of it, how to access. So this is about, we can't get to the light body if we're so focused on the denser physical reality. We have to understand that we are interconnected to everything and everyone to kind of a gossamer of light through that light body, through there is through the subtle energy, we are all interconnected. And that's where most lasting change happens from and ends. It's the beginning and the end and also the middle because if you're doing processing work. But you can avoid – I've worked with somebody before that I saw um, years ago when I was doing some healing work. um, I picked up they had tuberculosis, and I could see it in their etheric body. And what was very interesting, they had – I don't know what they were doing in New York, but anyway, they had been there, and they did have tuberculosis. They had gotten out of the hospital like three weeks ago. It was still showing in their etheric body. And this was a new client of mine, so I didn't know anything about them. They were referred to me. So what was very interesting is I picked up that and then I picked up some uh, herbs or herbs, Chinese herbs that would be helpful, gave them a list because um, as a medical intuitive, sometimes I can scan, depending on what, it, what people need, um, I'm able to do that. And so a week later I get an email back that she had gone to her Chinese medical doctor, doc, uh, acupuncturist and naturopath who also is a Chinese that works with Chinese herbs, and the herb was a complex, you know, complex of herbs, compounds. The herbs that I had suggested, one was a very obscure one. I don't even remember what it was, was in that compound. So you can pick up dis-ease. You can pick up conditions that are forming in the etheric body so they don't have to manifest physically in the denser physical body. You don't have them manifest physiologically. Or if you're healing physically, physiologically, you need to bring in the etheric aspect of you as well. When you do that, then you're getting more into that causal point. You're handling more areas. Um, so a lot of you need to think. Let's see, Sue talking about playing them again, signing me up. Well, yes, Sue. I mean, this is the thing right now. It's the idea, of whether in person or, or or video, now mind you, when you're doing it, any kind of sound work, you you do have to you know mic differently. Um, we tested that. I mean, there's different ways, um, but it's the whole idea is not to let things stop you. So much happens through our intention, our willingness, applied action. The action that is applied to our intention and, and via our intention. So to sure, we apply this attention or putting our actions towards what our intentions are. And we have to remember that in this interconnectedness, a lot can be done. All right, Radiant Soul Lights, uh, let's just see, we're going to be getting to callers. 347 539 is the number. And press one on your keypad. Let's see. Okay, so I am getting so many um, amazing direction and downloads from the guides. Um, Many of you know I'm a a trance channel and a conscious channel. I I do both. And this preparation, um, which is why I launched Soul-Centered Living, uh, because so much change is happening February on of next year. I mean, big, 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 critical, critical change in the collective, in the mainstream world governmentally, I mean, it's just going to be off the hook. And what that means is there will, some of this will affect people individually where you're really going to have to decide what am I believing and what direct, what am I wanting to create? Which direction do I want to go in? And that's why I say even though it's going to be a lot of, you know, oppositional energy, um, numerically, we're in a 42-6. Um, you know, it's at harmony through conflict. Yes, protests. I see a lot of, you know, the biggies: Apple, Facebook, all these big companies being called in these congressional hearings about social media, about companies, about technology, tech companies, Bitcoin. I, I see them for the next few years. You know, this meeting, that meeting, Senate meetings, Senate meetings or committees. Congressional subpoena this this and that this whistleblower this and that you know uh, governmental this call you know supreme court it's just it's all that has to do with our foundation and the justice or injustice of it and you're going to just see a lot of kind of infighting infighting and outfighting certain companies that were backing government agendas now the government's calling them on the carpet you know and saying hey you have too much power you're a monopoly or you bought up this company and that company. So, yes, protesting in the streets, in Washington, all over the world, various cities. But within that, when I always say quiet revolution, there are going to be a lot of people that are just like, even the protesters, I see people just saying, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm not subjecting my children to that. They're not going back to school. I'm not going back to work. I'm I'm five families living together. I'm going back to live at home. Or, you know, know, I'm renting Airbnb in my house, the front of the house and living in the back. You're going to see all these kind of creative solutions come up because people are going to start realizing that they are, who is the Messiah, the messenger, the anointed one, being anointed with spiritual energy, which means being aligned to your soul and your soul's purpose. That's going to be a big part of the awakening. The other part is I don't want to leave this. I see where we're going. I don't want to leave this to my children. So you're going to see health, all kinds of committees, you know, the health people, the whatever, the government health people, the people that are not for the jab or the vax governmentally, the people that are, the pe- you know, it's all going to start coming out. Um, you know, the voice is being raised, if you will. And, of course, amongst that, you're going to have a lot of earth changes, climate changes, uh, issues around water, food change, sustainability. I said it when I channeled this four years ago about trucks. I kept seeing trucks won't be able to deliver things. There won't be enough truckers. You're going to see unions being squeezed by people and people going, I'm not going back to, you know, I don't want that jab. I'm not going to go back to, to trucking and doing this kind of job. I'm going to branch out on my own. This is where I feel like the underground railroad and the underground system starts. Um, you know, the the underground economy, the underground. I feel like it's like people start in small ways, quiet ways, moving more and more out of the system or being less and less focused in the system. And this is where you're going to see people gathering in different ways, different forms of connecting through community and like-mindedness. And also what my guides have been saying, it's, you're going to be around people that you wouldn't normally associate with or be around because in the bigger picture of sovereignty, in the bigger picture of your right to choose, your right to be, is going to come into play. So a lot of people are going to have to drop some kind of limiting beliefs of what things look like or who is spiritual or who is, you know, you know it may be that you're a, a yogi and you believe, you know, that religions are bad, and then who's helping you but that Mormon down the street or born-again Christian is there helping you, you know what I mean? Or the born-again is going to be helped by the, the yogi, you know what I mean? Those kind of labels and labeling are going to have to be dropping, and that's part of the squeeze is, to relate to ourselves, each other, and our circumstances via vibration. Not so much what people look like visually, like what, you know, but what's the vibe about them, not what they're wearing. Because they could be wearing all white and be vegan and, you know, doing all the right yoga things and be way off course. So these stereotypes are going to start being challenged. Next year, a lot, especially mid year, maybe it's March, April, but into the uh, mid year, uh, where you have to discern more vibrationally, energetically. You have to discern by is there enough coherence and resonance, not by what somebody looks like, you know, visually, whether it's racially or their what their clothes look like, or their car, or their house, or or you know, their religion. You know, it's it's about vibration, baby, and th- and this is going to be the navigating principle. Is what is the vibration? Um, let's see, Sunray, what are you talking about? Let me know more about that. Um, let the conversation. I didn't. Let's see what Sunray join the conversation. Okay. Um, up. Is that site Yeah, I will tell you one thing that I have not only learned from my guides, but also what I have learned from. Um, this is why I haven't come out so much with a lot of stuff. Is that if things are on internet, um, you're not going to be getting the full information. You know, Ted Gunderson ex-FBI, was the director of Los Angeles uh, FBI, was married for a brief time to one of my teachers. And he said, look, on both sides we have people. The people that seem that think they're very progressive and revolting and going against the government, we have plants there. And we have plants on the left side, the right whatever side. It doesn't matter. And we control the information. And so that's going to be more and more known that, Stuff that is more broadly known, is being that information is being controlled. Where you're getting better information, which is, by the way, um, not going to have the most likes and subscribers on Facebook. Because most people are rehashing. If you listen to what most people are saying, they're rehashing information that is on a few websites. And usually they're giving... A, Usually they're giving a polarized point of view, right? If there's no action. We want to bring in our meteorologist Okay, that's interesting how that came up. Wow. Um, so that's why inside Eeps. what's that mean? Would it be possible? What's your question? I, just, I guess I want to know what's the exact question, I guess. Um, that helps. So... It's like that's like trusting your intuition because your intuition is going to tell you what you need to know, what you need to focus on. Um, again, to know where you fit in. What is your soul call? What, is, what are you answering to, right? Because in this converging flow, which started in 2005, that part of the awakening, everything is happening at once the creativity, the solutions, the connecting to the soul, the, the, the new um, order, organization of things from more of the soul design, but also the organization trying to have the new order of control from the invader-dominator culture. Basically, we're really meant to align more or blend this Atlantean energy within this Atlantis and Lemuria, the head and the heart. I mean, that, if you want to look at it basically... At Atlantean energy, the unhealed aspect is really trying to come through, um, which forgets about the heart, the feeling, the sensing. It becomes all about the technology, the money, the, again, this uh, uh, invader, dominator culture that we've had predominantly on this planet um, for many, many thousands of years. And that's what this earth has been founded upon. So as, And that's a very electrical, very yang energy. So as we bring in more of the magnetic and more of the feminine energy, that begins to balance. This is why trusting your intuition, connecting in through your higher self to your soul is so important so that we become a bit more yin. We bring in more of that magnetic energy in a new way. So there are going to be a lot of earth, uh, climate, earth, things to do with farming, sustainability, all these things are going to be very, very highlighted next year, kind of at, I would say, like a fever pitch. Um, Whoa, we really need to focus on this. We need, you know, committees about this, uh, think tanks, groups, trying to get to solutions because there is going to be a lot more awareness. Now, what does that mean? That means there's going to be challenges, whether you want to call it catastrophes or challenges because it's going to be brought more into the mainstream of what we call race consciousness. Um, So, yeah, so everybody will find their place as where to be. You know, where is your place in this? Um, Let's see. Anybody question in the chat? Oh, the Climate Change Conference. Um, I feel like what I believe, what I've been guided, is it's a beginning. I do feel that the the existing structures do not have the answer yet. I feel like what's happening, especially between now and December, that there's going to be a lot more fact-finding, bringing in other points of view. See, we haven't had... An allowing of all points of view. They've been so slanted. Now that people have been going through a lot of what's been happening on the planet individually and navigating it on their own, people can start, will start coming to more informed decisions. Part of that is also a, a boredom. People are tired of being tired. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired. There's, an, a, there's a level that comes when people are ready to change And we know this in psychology, in psycho-spiritual psychology, boredom. If you look at it, any problem that you've ever solved, you basically got bored with it. You no longer wanted to do it. It didn't have enough juice. It didn't have enough electrical energy to it to keep you engaged. That's even like with a relationship. When you're done, you're done. No matter what the person tries to do to get you back, you're done. So a lot of people are moving more. There's enough people moving more into I'm done. I'm too confused. This is confusing. You're telling me this. I was supposed to take this shot and it was supposed to work and now it's not working. i got to take more. Now you're saying i got to do it every six months. Now you're saying maybe six months and another booster. Now you're saying yearly with six months. Oh, oh Now you're saying it's not going to get rid of it. It's only making the symptoms less extreme what's going on here now you're saying this now so people are going okay wait a minute I, I, you know it's like that relationship ray can you hear me can you hear me now yes wow that was so strange okay because it's showing that i am logged in it was on BTR side because something came up and said, do you want to end the show or continue? And it said you're not connected. But yet I was connected via my
0: phone. <laughs>
1: All right, let's get the callers. I'm back. Yeah, I know I was here, you know, because when I'm connected, it, it, there's a line that streams on my phone, and it shows that I'm connected through my um earbuds. okay. I don't know what happened. Let's get to callers and find out what's going on. What's going on here? Unbelievable. All right. Let's get to callers. Hello. Welcome to Awakening. Why I have air. a degree. Of faith
0: to keep me motivated. Hello. <laughs> I work hard for that It is
1: sounds like you're having a party. 973 is having a party. Well, I think
0: $10,000 a month.
1: 973. the we'll house again? Like, I really to finish this." Okay. I don't know what's going on right now with the energy of the show, but here we go. I mean, portal jump. Nice music, right? Right? Somebody was playing music. 973704, you were on air. We like your music. Sounded good. Okay, let's see who else. Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hello. Hi, you're on air. Huh? Hi. What's your first name? Answering. Um, I What's just your first I wanted to
2: call Cassidy. Cassidy. Hi,
0: Cassidy. Welcome.
2: Hello. Hello. Um, I have uh, been awakening, I guess, for about five years now. And I just started listening to your show a few weeks ago, and I really resonate with everything you're saying, everything that comes out of your mouth. I'm one of those people I'm tired of my career, I'm coming more in tune with my intuitive abilities and um, <clears throat> it feels like um, everything in my life is uh, at a crossroads right now, and um, the crossroads it feels like is kind of blocking me from being able to move forward spiritually in my career, with my family, um, and and my marriage. Um, I'm huh. progressing. My husband is not, and not. um, not at the same rate of speed as me. Um, I'm growing. What? in one direction he's growing in a different direction and um there's a lot of hanging in the balance of that specifically Mm -hmm. and i just i just don't i'm not getting clear connections with my spirit guides i don't know what i can do to um I, i wish this would just come to a conclusion whether it's our marriage stays together and we stay in this place and I progress spiritually here and change careers or whether our marriage ends, um, I make a huge move, I still switch careers. I just, I feel like I'm roadblocked everywhere.
1: uh, Well, yeah, because when it was our roadblock externally, it's about going within
2: and focusing
1: on us. And I've seen this not just as a psychic medium, you know, chance. Trans Channel, but as a therapist, I rarely see couples grow at the same rate or same time or in the same way. It's kind of a little cosmic joke, but it's also, you know, our learning is there, right? So yeah. and people that are newly awakening, that usually happens. Their family or spouse or best friend isn't yet on the same page, and so that is um, – the message to, that it's all about us to focus within. So what I did with you for you for, for sure, it's, it's podcasts and things like this where you're getting community. This is about you getting outside support that is in alignment where you're at or where you're going and focusing on your your deeper healing, emotional healing, repatterning connecting into your spiritual good. So sometimes when we're blocked by getting, from getting our messages, a lot of times it has to because something emotionally is coming up for us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the third thing that I feel like you, before you even deal with marriage will be your job, your – because it's easy, especially in relationships. We all do this. When we're not doing well and we don't know what to do, it's, we point to the outer person, and usually that's the spouse the partner, the spouse, that's closest, right? Yeah. So that, that that's kind of a big learning lesson but also gift when you're partnered on the spiritual path and, and, you know, going through your soul awakening. It's taking that energy and that focus from that person and then saying, okay, how is that a reflection of me? Or what can I do for myself? Or how can I, you know, heal or empower this part of myself? Mm-hmm. So. I'll suggest a couple things um, on my website, soulplayground.life. I am the, uh, I believe it's the SoulPath tool, SoulPath support. You can copy and paste the five-step emotional clearing process. That will help you. Um, there's an advanced version of it also in audio, but you can just start with that. Um, also, projection perception, that will help you. So you're, this is the time for you right now to get the foundation in mental, emotional, spiritual so that you can start co-creating a reality that's more based on your soul, which then, of course, will affect. Um, probably down the road, for both of you, there could be a move, but I feel like for you, it's also about your, your career, um, getting into something that's much more soul aligned for you.
2: Yeah, I I, I definitely agree with that. And I and I have been receiving messages like um, you know, you know it's time to leave, you know, it's time to go, it's okay, this has come to an end. But I just it doesn't sit well with the reality of the situation. So, maybe Cause it's, it's not ready yeah. to
0: happen.
1: I can't tell you, you know, a lot of people know that I I I had four days of vision in t- between 2017 and 2018, and channeled everything that's going on right now with the pandemic, the vaccine, the government. But I wasn't—it t- wasn't time to do anything. So sometimes we get our messages. It's a way to like be in concert, be in this wonderful collaborative aspect to the higher self and soul to prepare. So you—it's uh. your time right now to look around and go, how do I prepare for these changes that are coming? See, the email, oh yeah! Oh my God! I got to <laughs> do the changes now. I got to make it happen. No, you're just getting a heads up. So, you know, I see this a lot yeah. with clients that are—they know they're going to move, and I'm like, okay, just start packing stuff or, or get rid of stuff you no longer need. They're <laughs> like, I got, I'm trying to find a house, and I'm not able to, and I'm like, because it's not time to move. But you're getting the heads up to prepare, and that's where you're at right okay. now. Okay.
2: Cassidy. Okay. It's about that preparing. Makes
1: sense. okay cool all right keep us posted thank you coming on okay talk to you later
2: thanks bye
1: bye love that great question cassidy preparation time hi welcome to awakenings you're on air
0: hello okay we'll come back to you hello two four zero okay yeah yeah you're
1: on air hi what's your first name
0: Hi, my name is Amara.
1: How are you? Amara. Hi, Amara. What's your question?
0: Hi. Um, so my question is, I had recently lost something that was very personal to me. And I guess I'm just trying to figure out if I should still look for it or maybe if I should give up trying to look for it. I'm not sure.
1: Lost something. I can barely hear you. You lost something?
0: Right. And my question, yes, my question is about something that I had lost. And, you know, I'm just trying to figure out if I should continue looking for it or if it's it's a hopeless situation.
1: I I hear, let it have some space. Give it it a little bit of a break. I'm hearing two weeks, two months. So it it feels like you're going to find it or discover it in an unlikely place. So, yeah, just give it a little break and then come back to it is what I'm hearing. All right, Amara? Okay. Right, but the thing
0: is, like... Thank you you for your question. Okay, let's see here.
1: Hi, welcome to Awakenings. You're on air. Hi,
0: thank you so much. Hi, what's your first name? My name is Lisa.
1: Hi, Lisa. What's your question?
0: I'm trying to figure out um, what I should do next in my life. I'm, I'm going to be 63, and I'm not sure how much life I have left, and I want to make the most of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: So what are you drawn to? I'm not sure. I'm just not sure. Okay. So
1: usually when someone's in that position, it's about you're in the taste test time. I call it looking at the hors d'oeuvre tray or the dessert tray. It's trying this and that. So you're trying to figure it out through your rational mind, your beta consciousness, the left hemisphere of your brain, the masculine part, the yang wants to do something. And for you to connect with a deeper part of your soul, you have to do more of you know, meditation, contemplation, just seeing where your natural joy is, just trying things. It's almost like getting a box of chocolates and you taste one, you're like, oh, that's not really what I want. And you taste another one, that's not really what I want. So this is part of your awakening is to allow yourself this process without pushing yourself into um, a hole is what I'm hearing, if that makes sense, like a box or a hole. It's like pigeonholing yourself. So that's... um, because even if I told you what it is, the state that you're in right now, it wouldn't fit. It has to feel right to you. It has to be something that you find focused on, and then there becomes more and more of a natural joy. And I also feel that you're healing from this somehow. Either you weren't allowed the decisions before, or you went in one direction, and really deep inside there was another direction that wanted to come in. So this is also part of your healing to get more into your self-rule, your own autonomy, in a sense that you're individuating. So you're going to have to kind of forget about the chronological age and realize that you're individuating. This is you becoming more of an individual aspect, um, and not just on a human ego level, but a soul level. Okay?
0: Okay.
1: Okay. Um, Great book that can be helpful, "Awakening the Heroes Within" by Carol Pearson. Um, that can open some some doors and some insights. But yeah, you're you're just going to have to let yourself feel it out, experimental, you know, try different things. Some you'll keep, some you won't, and then the opening will start com- coming through intuitively the right direction for you. Wonderful, thank
0: All you right, so sweetie. much.
1: You're so, you so welcome. Please keep us posted. You're welcome. Thanks. Now we're going to go back. Hi, welcome. You're on Awakening. Hello. Oh, it's the dance party. Okay. Ooh, nice music. Okay. love that. CDM. Um, Hi, welcome to Awakening. You're on air.
0: Hi, Michelle. It's Dominique. How are you? Who is it? Dominique? Dominique. Yes, Dominique. Hi, Dominique. Nice to connect. Hi. Nice Hi. to connect. Um, I have to calm myself down because I'm so excited right now, <laughs> and I have no idea. Oh. So it sounds like I'm nervous, but I'm really not. I'm just like <laughs> so excited. But um, the reason that I called is to help kind of um ground that energy, but also like channel it, because um, what happened was I've been touching base with you every so often because I am in this huge shift, and this is so amazing, not all the time, but um, I am definitely, like, I just quit my, not quit my job, but my last day. I put in my notice for November 19th, um, and so, It was a job I was so looking forward to. I even called you to see if I was going to get it, and I got it. And I was like, I've wanted to do this all my life. Well, come to find out, um, I just couldn't produce in the job. I could not produce, and it was the easiest thing. I was, you know, I was so looking forward to it, but I just am not supposed to be there. I know that I'm keeping myself small and that um, we talked before. I know that I have some things to write and to publish and stuff like that. The thing is, now that I put my notice in, of course, I don't have anything lined up because I'm not supposed to do that. I'm just supposed to do whatever it is I'm supposed to do next, but it's going to be, like, my creative energy that I'm also going to be able to live off of and thrive off of and create, like, some sort of, you know, set some foundation for my my two-year-old son, um, in my family and so um, I just want help with how to figure that out like it's like okay you're going to write a book and I have some content that I've been working on but it's like I don't know what to put out and where to start and you know and there's many things that I want to do besides that that I know will all come together so how can I like um, just focus and make up my mind and and be clear about what I should do. Okay, this is my question.
1: Yeah. So you're a little bit of like what Lisa called in about, and this is the yeah. thing that we,
0: yeah.
1: even on the spiritual path, we try to handle it non-spiritually. And right. I deal with this a lot in my practice because I'm training. Yeah transitional counseling people and and i'll work with the execs big i mean people that are like six seven figure jobs and they're changing their career and they want to do it like how they did it in their corporate like i want to know what it is and i'm gonna you no one escapes this unless you have sometimes you get to a point where your change is going to be so intrinsic and so deep it's on a soul level that the yeah. ego, you, the little self, isn't going to know what
0: to do. <laughs> so you have it. to do,
1: yeah, so you have to try various things. You have to okay. literally experiment until you land on mm-hmm. something. Again, I call it that dessert tray or hors tray. You know, come here comes the hors mm-hmm. tray, and you look and you go, no, I don't want any of that. Oh, I'll try that. You take a little taste. Mm-hmm. I'll try that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna to suggest to and you I also think... awakening the the Heroes Within book also. Okay. Uh-huh. Um you, you can't what, what were you gonna say?
0: No, I was going to see where I'm there ve- um not very, but I have been resistant to that because that feels almost like um failure or immaturity, um in you know, my society because I feel like people will be like, You are thirty one years old, you have a two year old son how are you just, you know, you have been experimenting for the longest. You know, I dragged out my schooling and, and went from job to See, job. See, this is all,
1: this is why I do the inter, this is why I, I do the transpersonal therapy and transpersonal psychology and all mm-hmm. the repatterning. Mhm. These kinds of questions and even some of the other callers, this means you need emotional healing, repatterning. Yes. That's the soul. We don't get to our soul until we do enough emotional heat. Like, what are those beliefs?
0: Um, We have mm -hmm. to challenge those existing
1: beliefs. Yeah, yeah. not just what's out there in the mainstream world, but what's inside our head. What did we grow up thinking?
0: So this is the time,
1: everyone. I mean, Dominique, yeah, this is for you, but this is for so many callers. And yeah. listeners, the people that called in today and listeners out there, if you're feeling stuck, what do you need to deal with emotionally? What's the belief? What's the pattern? Um, and some of you don't need, a you you need to do. meditation help that? No. you got to do repair. You know, You've got to work. Go on my website, soulplayground.life. There's, I guess it's uh-huh. in the Soul Path Support or, and Soul Path Tools. Five-step emotional clearing process. That will get you started to clear, to become okay. aware of the patterns that are holding you back and the beliefs. Affirmations help, but if you don't do the emotional clearing work, it doesn't matter how many affirmations. You have, to, you have to begin to shift that pattern. A lot of people are going to be pushed into this, I mean, in a huge way next year because they're going to realize that they have to do something, but they're holding themselves back due to the, how they were their upbringing their family belief system, Mm -hmm. their cultural belief system. So I would say do that. And then for you, Dominique, or others that are listening in a similar place, you may have to do a transitional job. You may have to say, okay, I'm going to do this job for money coming in and to organize my time while I work on this part of me. Because once you work on this part of yourself, then you'll be more willing to take the chances or the chance to do more of what you want to do in your life. Yeah. Mm
0: Hmm.
1: Great question. Thank you so much because this
0: thank um, you so much.
1: Yeah, and this pro I mean, today's topic is so for you and many others, some of you that called in earlier, we've we've got to challenge the existing beliefs whether it's from your family, your culture, your religion, mm-hmm. your society or what culture, cultura we say in Spanish, or the mainstream mm-hmm. world.
0: Is if we don't right. challenge yeah.
1: these beliefs, yeah. All right, sweetie, hang on. We got our guests coming on, and um, you'll do it. You just, you know, sometimes we have to look at what our beliefs and what is the emotional reason we have these beliefs, and then to begin to challenge them and get support. Be around more people that don't have yeah. those beliefs that are holding you back. That's key. That's critical.
0: And can I just thank you really quickly, Michelle, before you move on?
1: That's it. Just stay on the line. I think this show is going to be very helpful for you, the next part as well.
0: All right, sweetie? That okay, you got what you, you need so, to do. Thank you sometimes, so, so, so much.
1: You're, you're so welcome. Big hug. You guys, that's such a great question because I got to tell you, as a psychic channel and media, sometimes things aren't psychic. They're like, no, you, you could see everything psychically for someone. But we can block ourselves, right? If we have beliefs that are blocking us or we don't feel good enough or we have lack of self-esteem or not confident enough, it doesn't matter what reader you go to and what you see. That's why it's up to us to handle those beliefs, do what we need to do. All right, I'm fired up and I'm ready for our Awakened guest to come on, Chris Reck. It's so timely for him coming on today. Um, He's the founder and creator of Mino Pontero, uh, which is uh, based on the YouTube video platform. Chris deals a lot with manifesting your goals and what I would call prosperity consciousness, overcoming limitations, and limiting beliefs. To me, in a world that is so noisy right now, Chris is definitely a voice that needs to be heard and that is definitely rising above. Hi, Chris. Welcome to the program.
3: Hi, Michelle. How you doing?
1: I'm doing great. I'm so glad that you're um... our guest today and calling in. I mean, it's just been amazing. Oh, we've had all kinds of weird glitches and stuff on the program, communication stuff. Almost like there was like this opposition, you know, to getting the message out. A um, lot of callers calling in with things that clearly are not psychic. It's, it's about their beliefs what they think they can do or not do that's blocking them. So this is such a timely conversation that we're having today. Um, let's just to start to kick it off. Um, I'm sure a lot of the listeners know of you already, but those that don't, just a little bit about your background and how you came to um, create your menopause tarot, which to me that's just like a, a vehicle for other stuff. It's like, yeah, you're doing readings, but you're also imparting some amazing insight and wisdom kind of how to. So what brought you to create and found MinnowCon
3: Tarot? Yeah, sure. I um you know, I've always been into like tarot. Um, you know, I, I think I said this last time. My grandma, uh, she's the one who told me that I was actually she said I was an Aquarius. I'm actually a Pisces but um I remember when I was oh. little and she said yeah, she said uh you're an Aquarius but that's kinda of like what got me started into the whole uh, you know, into tarot, astrology, everything like that, um, but uh, I wasn't really, um, you know, I spent a lot of time in business and had uh, a marketing agency before I started the channel, um, which ends up kind of failing, and, um, you know, I kind of sat around and did nothing for a few years, and my mom, uh, her, her daughter, uh, my grandmother's daughter, my mom, she said, hey, why don't you uh, read cards? You're always messing around with cards because I always had, I always have a deck. I I actually started reading playing cards. Um, I always have a deck of cards around me. So, um, and I actually, I had a problem with my hands as well. I had a a severe eczema on my hands. And she was like, hey, that's probably energy that's trying to leave your hands. So I was literally that night that I started my channel when she suggested that. Yeah. Wow. Now, so is, your,
0: is your mom right and
1: grandmother are yeah are they are they metaphysically inclined or into astrology or anything like that or spirituality or spiritualism? Is that an interest of theirs?
3: Um, my grandmother. Uh, well, it's kind of interesting. She is now. She's uh, very religious, so she's against it. Um, but she was, and my mom is very. Oh. Um, you know, my mom is very intuitive, very spiritual. Yeah, because
1: interesting that the direction that they gave you, especially your mom, like that's probably energy wanting to be released. I mean, that's pretty powerful to kind of get that. Right, hit, yeah, yeah. You know, and um, which it sounds like it was, you know, it's almost like the person that the feet keep moving and it's like, okay, let's be a dancer now. So it's almost like this, because I look at shuffling cars a lot of times. It's like a meditation, you know, the energy is going through the hands.
0: Um, Absolutely. It's
1: focusing.
3: Yeah, I, totally, I um, totally agree with that.
1: So, Chris, i got to just say, and I really do believe your voice is, like, worth listening to. I mean, I, I kept going, to, you know, when I was kind of tuning in earlier before the program, I was like, it's like you're getting such great guidance for people and, and bits of wisdom in that I think is so timely right now because there is so much not just noise and chatter, but there's so much opposition to people being able to like think differently or believe differently or create their own reality. There's like this, you know, mainstream or race consciousness narrative that's kind of hurting people in a certain direction. And you're always challenging that, which I think is so great. And I think people need to do that. I think we need to challenge, as you put, the existing belief. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Of the current times and where people's focus would be best used at this time?
3: Yeah, I think that you know we've I've noticed you know I, I would say since maybe 2016 or so, kind of like more of like a hold, what I call a holding pattern, where it seems like people are almost like waiting for something to happen, like waiting for change, waiting for permission. Um, you know waiting for I- information or news or whatever and um and and waiting to like move forward on their dreams or waiting to you know move cross country or you know get a job or start something that they want to start and um so I think you know people are kind of stuck in this waiting pattern uh, I kind of you mm-hmm. know I always talk about neptune and uh, Neptune and Pisces because um to me Neptune and Pisces is like a direct challenge to traditional beliefs so um, you know, I think any you know anything that like you know, let's say you were raised to go to college and uh, you know get a get a job. It's like Neptune and Pisces might challenge you and be like, "Well, there are no jobs, so you're gonna have to create your own business." You know, which might be mm-hmm. kind of like a, maybe your parents raised you a certain way, um, and so it's kind of like a direct challenge to that. Um, I think the hardest part is uh, definitely getting started right now and, and getting moving on something.
1: Mhm. Yeah, it's interesting. I feel like um, metaphysically there's this, you know, it comes about the philosopher's stone or rubbing the diamond really hard to make it polish, looking at the impurities, you know, in alchemy to create change. And I feel like many people, the squeezes is to get to people to think more creatively, come up with creative solutions and get moving, try something. which you talk a lot about on your um channel uh, Minnow Pontero is people to get moving or try something or just, you know, it, and I feel like that squeeze and, and sometimes it's maybe paralyzing people where they don't want to do anything or they're waiting. Um, what do you, By the way, what do you think they're waiting for? What is the wait? I mean, is it waiting for permission or something to change?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I I think that in a lot of ways it is like waiting for permission. It's like imagine you know we had Saturn in Capricorn as well. I always think of like you know grandpa or the you know the the the, like Mm -hmm. the stern father. I mean, to me that is like the ultimate Saturn energy when it's in Capricorn like that. So I think people are like waiting almost for you know the father, whatever that whatever that energy is, to say okay, you can go and do this. But it's like the permission doesn't exist. And I would also say the other challenge with that. Uh, Saturn and Capricorn energy is going to be um, having a solid plan. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, I I always tell people to focus on, like, the 80-20 rule. And also, I think of, like, justice energy. I know I'm getting a little crazy here, but, you know, I think of, like, cause and effect. Like, I, what I would be focusing on right now is trying something. If it works, keep moving in that direction. If something doesn't work, I would stop and, and kind of go back, to, you know, go backwards a little bit. Did I lose you?
1: Can you hear me? I'm back. God, I cannot believe what is going on. Oh, you hear me, but what about Chris? Where is Chris now? Let's see. Chris? I don't hear Chris. Marble is breaking. Oh, this is so bizarre. This has never happened. Interesting that, this is the topic, okay, you guys can hear me in the chat. What about Chris? Oh no, Where are you, Chris? I guess Chris, call back in. I'm not sure what happened. This has literally never happened. I cannot believe. Is it the topic?
3: Is it the topic?
1: <laughs> Chris, are you there
3: i'm I'm here. Can you hear me?
1: I can hear you. This is, we have had such bizarre uh, sound stuff today. I can't even tell you. Um, so you were talking about the Saturn. It's so interesting, Saturn with structure. Um,
3: yeah, of course, right? Yes. And
1: yeah, right? Exactly. And the structure does because <laughs> I'm logged in, and it shows that I'm, but then it keeps coming up on the switchboard. You're not connected, and then people couldn't hear me. I don't know if they could hear you in the chat. Maybe they could hear you um anyway yeah rand writing yet so much energy okay so yeah, saturn wants to do something tangible right is that what you were starting to say would the saturn capricorn energy want to be trying to make something happen or is it
3: yeah i think i was saying that oh, and i was uh, i think i was saying that you know saturn capricorn um really wants a solid plan and also i, I was talking about the 80 20 rule and um I was kind of talking about more of, like, the justice, energy, cause, and effect, uh, kind of following along with that.
1: Okay. I think they were able to hear you in there. Yeah, so that 80-20 rule, which would be if you could just recap that.
3: Yeah, sure. the 80-20 rule is you get pretty much 80% of your results from 20% of the work that you're doing. So I I do think that there is, like, an energy where people may think they're doing things that are important, but they're actually – not doing things that are important. So it's about, like, paying attention to uh, the activities, the things that, you know, move you closer to your goal faster. Mm, Okay.
1: So my sense, too, uh, I'm so excited to have this conversation because so many people, we need to talk about this, everyone. We have to start manifesting differently, right? I mean, we are at this critical point. And I think like what you're talking about with all this Neptunian energy, it's like we can't push or make things – it's not like about the labor or the grunt force to make it happen, um, which is a lot of the callers, if you listen back, that, that's what they were saying. They were trying to make it happen, like they quit the job, but they don't know what they want to do, and they're trying to make it happen. What can I do to make it happen? But then they're losing touch with their intuition, you know, or the guidance towards what it is that brings them joy or what it is in the moment. So I don't know if you could speak to that, like, with all this kind of Neptunian haze, what's the best way for people to start making whatever it is they want happen, happen?
3: Yeah, I would say, like, number one, start small. I I I always say, like, with this energy, I would, you know, have your big goal in mind. Like, maybe you want to buy a yacht and you know, buy 10 Ferraris or whatever it is you want to do. Think, you know, think of that. That's fine. Have your have your crazy dream. But I would also kind of like bring it back and realize that things probably, uh, number one, aren't going to happen as quickly as you would like. And I would also, Mm -hmm. I I think the easier thing to do is to come up with maybe like two or three ways that you're going to accomplish the goal as well, whatever you're trying to start, instead of just one. Um, I, I think it's important that we stay focused. But at the same time, it's like the way we um, think that we're going to get to the finish line is probably uh, not the way that we're going to get there. So I think having a, you know, I'm usually I'm very much against having a plan B or a plan C. Um, I think, you know, as I say, it distracts from plan A. But um, this is a little bit different because you're still working towards the same goal. You're just coming up with different uh, potential ways that you could accomplish it.
1: So in a way, what I'm hearing is not people should not to get so locked in to how it's going to happen or what to do.
3: Yeah, I would be more flexible, and I would follow your inspirations as well. I mean, if you you might think to yourself, oh, I'm going to go start this business or whatever, and then maybe your first instinct or your first feeling is to watch like a TV show. And you know, I gave this example a couple weeks ago. I said, you know, you, I think the way that we're taught, we would judge that we would say, oh no, I have to you know force this happen. I have to get to work, but you never know. You might watch a TV show that gives you, like, a better idea if you're following your, kind of, like, your more intuition. If you're following something you're inspired to do, uh, you might get some sort of, you know, a better idea by kind of uh, going towards more, you know, esoteric guidance.
1: Which, again, is that Neptune and Pisces, you know, and right, not overthinking it, like, trying to make it happen and Following that you know, I always look at inspiration as like a form of intuition. You get inspired about something, it's coming through that inspiration saying, This is the way to go. This is um the unfolding which I find once people start living more like this, it's quite fun. It's 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 more fun and magical for sure. Um, but it does take some try you gotta just try it,
0: you know. That's <laughs> the <just> gotta try <laughs> it. <laughs>
3: yes. And I, I, I think people, um, you know, kind of feel that it, 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 you kind of feel resistance at first uh, to, you know, to mm-hmm. doing it. So I, I think maybe that's a little bit of a challenge as well.
1: Okay. we got a couple of comments in the chat. One of JZH and May, so releasing the possible resisting thoughts against an idea, would that be it? And then Rand writing his love this example, Chris, who follows you um, on YouTube, by the way. Um, so that's a good question. Is it releasing? Because we're talking about challenging existing thoughts or current beliefs um, or existing beliefs, um, which, by the way, with the title I was thinking, the fact that it's existing, it could become non-existing too, right? You could It could become extinct if we wanted to. So would yeah, of that course. be part of it, Chris, is that what is – because there is a lot of resisting thoughts and people are getting a lot of resistance externally in the form of – Thoughts, communication, and beliefs is per um, May here. Is it possible to resist it? What what do we do with that resisting thoughts or beliefs that are counter to what we want?
3: Well, I would say like if we're experiencing resistance, usually it's trying to uh, kind of like move us move us in a uh, another direction. Um, You know, it's trying to move us away from Mm -hmm. whatever we are kind of resisting. Um, so, you know, I, I usually try to move away from resistance. The only thing, you know, I, I think the one difference is, is I think there's a difference between maybe um, like resisting something and not wanting to see something that could be a truth. So, you know, I always mm. say, I think if we're kind of, you know i i do think we have to be honest with ourselves to a certain point because again it is a little tricky right now cuz i think there's like a little bit of energy where maybe there might be something that we do resist that has answers for us like maybe um you know it, these answers could come from a person we don't agree with they could come from you know some something we've never looked into um you know it could come from anything so i do feel like we have to kind of maybe do a little research and make sure we're not just resisting something um, you know, I think there's like a difference between you know resistance and maybe being a little bit stubborn. But I think that that really kind of comes from you know being honest with yourself.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that's the truth. Yeah, I agree with you. I think if whatever contemplation, meditation, whatever that uh, objectively as much as possible, looking at oneself. Because um, I do agree. I mean, the energy pattern that I've been seeing coming up has has a lot to do with kind of letting these preconceived notions go and labels, like people that I would say like that seem to be spiritual, maybe doing yoga, wearing all white, vegan, that that may not be the, where the most consciousness is or your tribe. You know, you may be sitting next to the meat-eating trucker or whatever, you know what I mean, or what seems to be the opposite, you know, the, the Republican and your Democrat, you know what I'm saying? I feel like it's all about the resonance and intuition so it's it, we might be resisting where our answer, or our support, or our help is by preconceived ideas or beliefs. I don't know if you're seeing that as well. Like somehow people have to get out of the idea of what something is to see what it really is or what it's becoming.
3: Oh yeah, I 100. I, I you know, I 100 agree with you and um you know i I think that again yeah exactly i mean i think I, I I'm pretty sure like a few months ago, I said something about uh the a meat eater and a vegan or something like that, but um Did exactly, you? and like yeah, I'm pretty sure I said something about that um in a video and uh and I feel the same way because it's like you know it doesn't mean that you're you know agreeing with this person hundred percent I think you know I think the universe yeah. is trying to bring people back to um being, realizing that you know we are all. You know, humans, we are we are in this together. We're all stuck on this planet together, so we might as well kind of, like, work together and make the best of it.
1: I agree. Yeah, that's one of my so favorite examples because it's like both are polarized so far. You know, I know some people, oh, I wouldn't do this. I won't do that. You know, they're vegan or yoga, this and that. And it's like, well, if you're in the middle of the desert and your car broke down, you can't call AAA and a meat-eating smoker comes in, and you hate smoking cigarettes, <laughs> are you going to not get in the truck <laughs> go to the gas station? Are wait <laughs> out there in the middle of the desert, you know? Um, okay, yeah, that got is, a question that's a good here. one. Right? Isn't that – I mean, got to drop yep. that stuff, people. Okay, Bold City Flooring Jack says, asks, um, where's the best way to do the – oh, that's a good question. Where's the best way to do the research? Who, where – do you look to for inspiration?
0: Mm.
3: I would say um you know I would just um i like to you know YouTube is a great place to do research, you know whatever it is that you're wanting to learn about i like I also like learning from the people that are teaching like who did they learn from as well like do you know who are the you know who are the people that you know taught some of these people on YouTube a lot of them you know, have read certain books or, you know, they have certain uh, mentors that might not be alive today, but, you know, maybe they have a book or something like that.
1: Yeah, I like that. You know, one thing that I do a lot, and, um, and of course, I'm psychic meeting and a trans channel. I get a lot of my, you know, answers, but I like getting confirmations. I look for three to five confirmations because I want to make sure it's not coming from my ego. I will ask sometimes. I want the confirmation. Where's it coming? Or I'll look on YouTube. Where's my confirmation Chris, sometimes you've confirmed quite a bit for me.
3: <laughs> Keep <laughs>
1: going. You'll it'll work out. I, I feel like somebody out there wants to give up on something. I'm just seeing it not. So I think if we ask the universe provides and I will wait there and I'll get a I'll get a flash. Even sometimes it's a video I wouldn't normally watch. I'm like, Oh, and then I'll turn it on and right at the right place, I get my answer. So I yeah books, you know MP threes, authors, like you said, people that have studied you know what are the books. I think right now people have to do more willingness to explore and research and perhaps trust their intuition or where they're feeling either the most, it's not joy, but a pull towards something seems interesting, which means, again, we have to drop our opinion of where the information is coming from because you might get like a sentence or two that you needed to hear that confirmation and then the rest is, it doesn't apply, you know, which I think can yeah, be okay. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. So how are we to challenge these existing beliefs, um, because you talk a lot about that, like stop believing in this stuff or, you know, you, and you keep saying on your channel that this is a time for a lot of possibilities coming through, you know, a lot of opportunity, which is challenging to a lot of people because they look around and go, no, I see everything shrinking, you know, with inflation. Right. patience.
3: Yeah. Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I think that number one, you know, I would go back to things that you just believe for no reason. You know, that's the one I always talk about a lot. Um, you know, we all have things that we just believe. And I, I always say like, just ask yourself, why do I, why do I believe this? You know, who said this was true? Um, So that's one of them. I even talked about the channel itself. Like, there's so many things that I do on the channel that, you know, according to the experts, don't work. So I always recommend people uh, try things, you know, just try whatever they feel or, you know, try different things that maybe, you know, people claim don't work. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, experimentation is a good answer right now. Just trying, you know, just seeing how things go kind of and kind of playing that game.
1: I like that. So, willingness to try things, and again, it goes back to that Saturn and Capricorn energy. And even even though Saturn is cozy, comfortable as co-ruler with Aquarius, you know, Aquarius that Saturn-Uranus area energy, it still is just like bumping up against. It's like wanting the old, wanting what's tried and true. Let me build it, and then Uranus saying, "No, I've got a great idea.
0: Let's do it differently." It's, it's <laughs> Right? It's like like push-pull.
1: What helped you and what could you suggest to people if there is that push-pull? Because for some reason I'm finding people are really, there's a resistance to trying different things. Or if it seems to be taking too long, we kind of want to give up. You know, like, okay, this this isn't it.
3: I think that, um, you know, for me and what I think, um, especially, I mean, you said it, actually. You actually answered your own question with Uranus and Taurus. Yep. Um, I go back to Uranus. um, I go to Uranus and Taurus and I think values. Like, um, you know, I have um, decided for myself what I value. And that could be um, your standards for your life, like how you want to live your life. What does that look like? So, um, you know, I always kind of go back to those standards. And I always say, you know, is this, is something I'm trying, is it, you know, adding or subtracting from my standard of living, whatever, whatever that means. That could be financial, it could be your health, it could be, you know, about whatever it is. Um, And I always just say, like, is this adding or subtracting um, from that?
1: Oh, I like that, Chris. And I think is it life enhancing. So same kind of thing. We're on the same track here. Because I think that's going to tell you, if it's adding to you, then that means surviving, thriving, that's going to be helpful. Now, the things that you're saying, it does seem like people have to pause a bit or at least contemplate or look or something at their life. I mean, it's like everything you're saying, it's like maybe you've kind of done your own research on yourself and your life or what you want. It doesn't just happen. You had to look and see what's going on in me or in my life. So it seems like there's some kind of contemplation there or is it thinking things through a meditation? It seems like there's some kind of process that you're doing to decide what it is that you want to do or where you want to go.
3: Yeah, I would say like a lot of meditation, a lot of thinking. I mean, I, I you know, I actually haven't been in a while, but I, I walk a lot. So um, I think getting clear that way is a great um, thing to do. And then, also, I mean, just, um, experiencing, you know, setting, you're going to have to start small, obviously, cause it's not going to happen overnight. So you have to, you know, kind of say like, okay, what, you know, what could kind of move me a little bit closer to a better standard of living or my ideal day or whatever you want to call it, you know, what's like one thing that I could do tomorrow. And so again, it's going to be like experimentation and trying something. It could be, you know, making your bed in the morning, it could be whatever, but, um, You know, as long as you try it and if you add something, and again, if it adds, I would say, keep doing it and then try something else. And uh, it's crazy. Again, Mm -hmm. I've improved my life uh, significantly, uh, not bragging here, but, uh, you know, compared (laughs) to like two years ago, um, you know, significantly better just by uh, that simple process. And like I I say to everybody, it's free. It doesn't, you know, it doesn't cost any money. So uh, it's, it's not something that's hard to try.
1: Yeah. And I feel, and I know you've talked about this before with the looking at the astrology. I feel like that's the sole call right now is to improve our individual lives. I mean, we have to start doing all this individually before it becomes, you know, aggregates and becomes more in the in the masses. So I agree because I've been doing the same. I'm pause and I'll get the hit to do this or do that or like, is this is this taking me in the right direction? Is this really what I want or where I want to go? It almost feels like we're supposed to be harnessing our lives more. I don't know. It's kind of like this, I don't feel like everybody's kind of being challenged to like, even though it's weird on the outer, like again, in the mainstream world, it's like the idea of like hurting people in like this this kind of group mentality, like this is the way that it's to be done. But then there seems to be this other, other way that is very individual, like what do you want to do? What do you focus on? What you want and what you want to live and what you want to create. Does that make sense? You're saying that. Yeah, that makes.
3: Yeah, I, I I totally agree with that too. I mean, I, I um I, that makes sense to me. I think that uh, I've said it before as well that um, I think that it's example being an example for other people. So, you know, by kind of achieving something great at this time, you know, other people around you will see it, and I think it's harder to ignore it. Um, so it, it's kind kind of like motivating to other people. So you are you are helping other people. You are uh, you know increasing the abundance by living some sort of goal or whatever it is you're trying to achieve yourself. Because uh, again, you're helping other people by being an example.
1: Wow. Okay, that's a really really good point because a lot of times people think, and again, old paradigm, that they have to be outwardly doing something, like I have to be a nurse, I have to be a fireman or a doctor, or I have to be, you know, doing tarot or whatever, I have to be, you know, doing Reiki. But actually what you're saying is by the being the example living this way, people are going to notice. I think it's also going to radiate vibrationally. It's going to radiate into the mix vibrationally, this way of living. So you're actually saying people doing this is actually also really, really helpful to where we're ultimately going, what we're all manifesting
3: yeah, absolutely i I think that um you know just gonna you know it's all gonna spill over
0: right,
1: okay, so um jamie i got the got the is it jamie um how one how might one keep with something they may not be getting motivating feelings on
3: okay that's um, very interesting without
1: putting doubt
3: into it mm. that's um i would say um, i have a i have a hard time with this one i've had people ask me this question uh, you, you know, know i think if you're not t- motivated to do something um, then you probably it, it's probably a clue that you shouldn't do it. Or I would say if you're doing something, and let's say it's providing you something energetically like money or happiness or yeah. whatever, but maybe you're just not feeling motivated. I would say like how can I make this something that I am motivated to do? I'll, you know, I'll give you an example. Like when I was growing up, you know, I wanted to be a chef at one point, and um, then I started working in a at a cafe. Worked. I started baking, and I didn't like it. Um, I didn't like doing it, but I still like cooking and I still cook every single night. I just don't do it professionally. So, you know, I, I, things like that, I, I kind of get where, what Jamie is talking about here. And um, I would just say like, how can you make it something, you know, you're going to have to change it into something um, that you actually want to do. And if if, if not, then you're going to have to find something else. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
1: And I sometimes call those jobs transitional jobs and if in, if we trick the ego, the, the human part of us, the, you know, the little self, the brain, and say, like what you said, Chris, okay, this job is helping me financially to do what I really want to do. Now, the, the thing is, yeah. for that to work, you have to be bridging to something else. Because if you say, oh, one day or in five years, I'm going to do what I really want to do, it's not going to work. You have to actively exactly. be working on right yeah a lot of people like oh, yeah five absolutely. years from now and i'm like yeah and then they're miserable they hate it they get fired weird things happen um okay that's a good idea yeah thank you um now i like this about somebody was talking about tarot uh super important but feels astrology is becoming increasingly important i think all of it is going to be if you had to pick a favorite tool between astrology or tarot, what would it be? <laughs> Ooh,
0: I can't choose.
1: I like them both. So you, what do you think?
3: Uh, yeah, I really, I don't think I like. I rely on both so much. I don't. I really don't think I can choose.
1: In fact, I like to use it for clarity. If I get a hit, whether I see something in tarot or I work with my guides or channeling something psychically. I like to look at the astrology because it always backs it up. You know, the astrology will show you and also gives you kind of a tangible reason why something is happening, you know, something to kind of bite into and go, oh, that's that transit. That makes sense why this is happening. Um,
3: Yeah, I I agree.
1: Yeah. Okay, let's see. Tammy's got a question. Um, Oh, Tammy said I think he uses a blend of both on his YouTube readings for each sign. Yeah. Chris, it's, I don't see how it cannot sneak in, you know. Um, right, Chris? It does. Uh, oh, now, Chris, yeah. is to Chris, okay, go ahead, go ahead. Question. No, I
3: was just going to say, it, 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 it sneaks in.
1: Yeah. it's um, It just explains a lot, too, doesn't it? I mean, it really, especially if you look at a, what is it, electional, or you look at transits or why, and you can look and see certain aspects or certain transit, and then you can go back in time to when that transit happened. And it will be very similar to what's happening in the present during that transit. So it's kind of confirming maybe, I guess maybe in a way it confirms
3: Yeah, I totally totally agree. I mean, I think, um, you know, electional astrology is probably the most accurate out of, uh, you know, the most accurate. I don't know if you want to call it really a system. Um, It's more, you know, I look at it as a study, electional, but, um, Mm -hmm. you know, I would say it's probably the most accurate.
1: Yeah. Okay, another question. Does Chris personally rely on tarot?
3: No, I don't read for my, I, I mean, the way I learned uh, is to not read for myself. So, um, you yeah, know, I'm not against it or anything. Um, I just personally, I just don't uh, read for myself. I mean, I do have other people that read for me, so um, kind of, but not really.
1: Not really, yeah. Yeah, and I think with all this, stuff, I, I don't know about your thoughts on this, Chris, but I, I ultimately believe all of these divination tools lead us to our own intuition, and or for some maybe down the road psychic abilities, or you know it's like to use them, but then it's also to de- to develop our own intuition and inner knowing. I don't know your your thought on that. It's,
3: yeah, it's you like you're, um you know. I, I, yeah, I I would consider when I do more channeling anyway. Um, you know, I sometimes I'm sure you've noticed I don't even use like some of the card meetings for that I'm that are in front of me. Um, So Mm -hmm. I consider what I do more channeling. I I just use them as a grounding instrument. Um, And I think, like, after a while you just, it's almost like you get so much confirmation that you just start to, I think, trust yourself more.
1: Yeah, yeah. I would say it kind of opens the door. It's like a little portal, and then you just start getting the messages, hearing things, seeing things, feeling things. You just start getting the downloads, you know, getting into that. Akashic or the subtle energy or universal energy or whatever and picking it up. Um, so I think if you're really – years ago someone told me you could either be a psychic reader where you you just use it to, like, open your tickle or open your intuition, and then there are those people – and you can tell the difference – that are, like, amazing tarot readers, but they're, like, by the book tarot. I mean – no matter what they right, right. see, right? It's that me. I had a teacher yep. that was like that, and I'd be like, "Well, it doesn't mean that." Oh no, it means this. When you see that three of swords, that's this heart tried by pain, three sided relationship. And I'm like, "Well, what could be inner pain?" Or they're going, "No, nope, it's a three sided relationship." Yeah. You know. <laughs> but that worked for her, you know. And um, but I think yeah, if you're intuitive or psychic, it's like you're just going to get the messages and not, you know, overdevelop, you know, depend on the meaning of the cards, I guess. Yep. Um, Sue in the chat said, I think tarot was helping me open up more to my intuition. Um, I think it does. I mean, now, aren't you, Chris, aren't you doing it? Did I see somewhere you are doing a tarot course or something? Did you start that?
3: Yeah, I did. I did start the uh, tarot course. I am. Uh, I'm doing a, a super deep dive into all the cards. We're looking at, um, you know, the like the deeper meanings on some of the cards, um, some of the deep imagery, and things like that.
0: Cool, cool.
1: Now, what's the best website? Of course, you have Minnow Pond um, Tarot Channel on YouTube. What's the best website for people to connect with you?
3: Um, probably the channel uh, right now or the social media accounts. Um, actually, the, the site is being uh, overhauled at the moment. Um, so uh, I, I don't even, I'm pretty sure the site is actually down. But, um, you know, okay. any of my social channels are fine.
1: Okay, cool. Okay, so, and even I know Instagram for sure, uh, YouTube, yeah, are you on and Facebook sure. as well? Okay. Uh,
3: yeah, I'm on Very Facebook, cool. Minopantero.
0: Very cool,
1: well, Chris, we made it through. I don't know what the heck was going on with the energy today with the I don't know disconnecting on the switchboard, but um, we made it through and uh, we made thank it <laughs> you so much for. Yeah, I know, right, And come back again. I love what you're sharing. I think uh, anybody, if you want like some inspirational hits and guidance, um, your channel definitely delivers that for sure. Um, got a lot of people saying thanks in the chat. Yeah, thank you, everyone, for being here, co-creating this. Uh, thank you, yes, Chris. thank you. Um, as always, thank this you. Is great. Yeah, thanks for yes, taking thank the time. thank you so much. Talk to you later. Mm, bye. Bye. All right, everyone, that was Chris Reck. If you just got in for the last part of the program, you can catch the rest in the archives. You can go to Minnow Pond uh, Tarot on YouTube or Instagram and uh, Facebook. And that was Chris Rex, founder and creator of Minnow Pond Tarot. Um, thank you, everyone in the chat. Great questions. Great to connect with all of you. Um, have a beautiful rest of your day. Um, as always, um, just keep that connection to your own inner knowing. Um, also, if you want to find out more about the holographic um, healing work and emotional clearing, repatterning, um, and also using crystal um, healing bowls, you can find out more of that at soulplayground.life. Go to the Courses and Classes section. That will be this Saturday. Uh, lots of love and light to all of you. And always remember to share your insights,
0: shine bright. And of course, keep awake.
1: I'm
0: getting woke
1: and staying woke. Awakenings broadcasts every Wednesday, 12 p.m. Pacific Time. Archive shows available on iTunes. For continued awakened conversations and insights, join the Awakenings group on Facebook. And check out Michelle's blog at soulplayground.com. And keep awake. Are you-